Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bye-bye. Oh, you tripping. I'm out of here anyway. We's out. Top of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo, privacy simplified. And transition is being brought to you by Amy Kite of Keller Williams Realty Infinity. They are leading you up to Bulls basketball tonight with a a game that the Bulls kind of need to win. Oh, boy. 545 pregame with Chuck and Bill. But before that, you get Parkins and Spiegel. Hello, boys. Hello, Lawrence. Kind of need to win. Yeah, I so, wouldn't like you know it's, uh, it's ridiculous to call it like a must win. But yeah, you kind of need to win it. It'd be nice to beat a good team. Oh, it, this is a this is a tough game to need uh, yes. to stop your your old five game potential losing streak. Seven and a half point underdog, and they have never beaten Joel Embiid since he's been in the NBA. And, and now Harden, he has James Harden. James Harden with him. yeah, right. Harden hasn't lost yet on the on the Sixers. And they've never beaten Joel Embiid. So yeah, and uh, yeah, they need they need some guys back. Remember those guys that are hurt? I'd yes. like to have those guys back. That would help sooner rather than later. Then we can judge what we actually have. I just want to see it. I just want to see it. Like I even if they can't win the whole thing in the East or the whatever, I just I want I want to see what the team looks like because. These other teams are really damn good. They are. And, and you know, uh, all, all the talk is, of course, about the defense. But I think people are forgetting what Lonzo does to the offensive DNA of this bunch. Just his his willingness to pass, his eagerness to run, and his, obviously, how the defense translates. But didn't you feel like he was making Zach a more egalitarian player and passer? You know, when they were together, it's just, you know, guys want to play like that when you play with Lonzo. It's so weird because in watching Zach over the last few games, he's been fine. Like he's, But I feel like his scoring outputs are very quiet. So, like, he might have 22 against Milwaukee or 22 against Atlanta. And it's like, man, that's real quiet. You're not seeing him have the impact on a game that he used to have. Now, I was happy that there were moments. What I want from Zach is when DeMar's not on the floor, I want him to revert to old Zach. Like, I want him to be selfish and be the initiator of offense. And like those are moments where I feel like he can go get his. Do you guys feel like he can physically do that right now? 
That, I mean, that's the big question. I feel like I've seen a lot of times where his, he's not as slithery as he was last year. Um, you know what I mean? Like he's not, he doesn't slice to the bucket. I feel like he leans in and goes hard shoulder to the bucket and doesn't elevate quite as early in the process sometimes. And that can lead to either offensive fouls or awkward finishes as he fades away from contact. And so I, I really feel like the lack of comfort in that knee is um, affecting his driving. Yeah, I, I think, you know, he's been pretty honest about some days it feels better than others and it's a game-to-game, practice-to-practice situation. It's pretty incredible that with the injuries that he had playing the first eight weeks or whatever it was with a brace on his shooting hand, Crazy. Uh, that he is averaging 25, five and five. You know, I guess it's the, the numbers have dipped a little. It's 24.6, 4.8, and oh, yeah. 4.5 as I pull it up. But, you know, and so, the back spasms too. Right. So, like, and he, the knee. He's I, a tough so, SOB. Yeah. And so, yeah, like I, I, I agree, Speaks. Like I, I see what you're seeing. But I assume that it is because he is playing at less than 100%, and it's just the reality of what we're going to have. Like, this version of Zach is still probably a top 20, 25 offensive player in the sport. I just don't think he's capable of the takeover that Lawrence is addressing that we have seen in the past. Well, he he did it. Like, there were moments where when DeMar is not on the floor where he's like, okay, I'm going to go get this. But you're right. Like, maybe he can't. Maybe the level of which he can go get it now is less. But I I always wonder, with a player like that, where you've had so much NBA minutes on your body, starting at a young age, being a high flyer, being a highlight reel type dude, if now Zach has it in him to turn his game around, like start adding some elements that will, as his athleticism declined, mm-hmm. still make him a, a deadly offensive weapon. Well, he's got the mid-range god next to him to he learn does. from in that regard. Well, you know what Zach hasn't had to deal with is that pesky extended playoff run from year to year true. that adds all those minutes to the body. Good for him. He yeah, hasn't he's, had not, to... he's not quite Luol Dang. Right, right, exactly. He's not Duncan Keith here. <laughs> Remember that we used to say, well, all those long playoff runs for Duncan Keith, including the international play. It's like, well, Zach did just have the international. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I hear you. I just I, I worry about him physically right now, and I, I don't know whether to worry long term. Danny, a couple of weeks ago when you and I were talking about it, you were like, oh, that – that that ship has sailed. He's definitely getting paid and getting the max this offseason. You still feel that way? Yes. Yes. He, I mean, he's not going to make all NBA. So it'll be, you know, he won't make third team anymore because of, you know, a number of factors probably. But uh, so it won't be as ridiculous. But yeah, I, I think that Zach Levine will get a max contract from the Bulls this offseason. I feel very confident in saying that. Either you guys disagree? No, I, I I don't I don't disagree. I think it's it's logical. I I, I must admit that I have physical fears. Long term, twenty six. I know. He's twenty six, but he's a guy who's I mean started playing at what eighteen and a half or uh-huh. whatever. Like that, it's it, it's a different twenty six than a guy that was playing college minutes. Like this is, and he's had significant knee surgeries. Right. Um, significant knee surgery, 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 and this and, and is, now and this, this, ready to have another one. Well, well yeah, but th- this one certainly is not. 
you know, ACL repair, right? This this strike cleanup. This is right. Debridement. Yeah. Remember we learned that word? Was that with Erlacher we learned that word? Yes. Debridement, where they clean up some of the oh, there's just some extra cartilage that's hanging around. So hey. let's go ahead and scope that clean. I, hey man, I had that. You did? Yeah. It's 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 a fun surgery. Like because you can Feel a lot better after. You really do, because if you've got, like, I had a loose piece of cartilage that was just kind of floating around my right knee, and it felt so much better, like, almost immediately. Well, good. Well, maybe that's what Zach would have, right? Uh, Maybe it's something like that. I mean, I know he had the PRP, the platement replacement process. I forget what PRP stands for, but that's where they take. Platement-rich plasma. Plasma, that's it, where they take your blood out. And they load it up with more platelets and spin it like crazy and then put it back in. So it's the only bad thing, Speaks, is, I mean, I used to be a guy that could, you know, 360 dunk. And now right. I can't dunk oh, at all. Oh, man, I'm so, so sorry. Your YouTube page is incredible. I mean. Your end one mixtape. I had it. I mean, they, they called me the adjunct professor on the app. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> here it comes, the adjunct professor. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good hoops nickname. Uh, so <laughs> it, f- five years, 200 million. You guys knows or yeses for Zach for the Bulls? Because he can get four years, 160 with another team. And it's five years. I think it's like 195 or 205. It's like somewhere right around there. Um, I am a yes. I think the Bulls at this point. They need to do it. I'm a yes. I'm a yes, but what's what's the path to greatness from here? And I know this is a good problem, and we've all agreed that it's more fun to crawl and then walk and then eventually run. But as I watch really good teams with stars, I'm finding myself wondering how you run eventually from here. And does that contract preclude you if he's not at the absolute peak of his Zachness? See, I don't think it does. I think maybe it doesn't. I don't think because it does. the way the salary cap is structured and how you can game the system these days. Yeah, well, yeah, and he's awesome. Like, like, like Zach Levine is an amazing offensive basketball player. Like he, you know, he's is he a, an amazing defensive player? No, he's been better though. I think when, when he's been healthy. Yeah, yeah. I, but like, he's just. This is it's back to back All Star appearances. It's an efficient scorer. It's a good three point shooter. He's improved every year he's been here. He's I, def- I, he's deferred to Demar. He's shown like team first willingness. I, no, I like, love it. He's you, done everything you could possibly want him to do. I love all those factors, and I agree. And the numbers speak to it, and the improvement has been there. I'm just I'm troubled by the visuals that I the lack of slithery slicingness that we have seen. And you're trying to figure out projection. Yes, that, that all the things that Danny is saying about Zach to this point. Is one hundred percent true, and I love the I love the personal stuff. I love that he went to the Olympics and felt it and grew from there, and the respect has grown. and And as you say, that the teammateship is is top notch, and all of that. I just I want him to be slicey, slithery. Well, what do you? But you also like what do you do if you don't sign him? Right, like if, if, say you don't offer Zach Levine the max, mm-hmm. he's insulted, and he takes the four years one sixty from someone else who ass- some team would assuredly offer a two time All Star who scores twenty five a night easy uh, that contract. Is Bradley Beal unhappy in Washington, and can you turn th- Zach and that money somehow into Bradley Beal? I don't think so. But Are like- you saying you would prefer Bradley Beal to Zach? I, I going would. Going forward. I, I, I think I would. Math, 
That's a real good passer, Bradley Beal, too, I think they're by like the, way. the same player. You do? I, I mean, I'm not saying that they, it's the exact same skill set, but in terms of, like, tiers or rankings of where I would have them in the NBA, like... Yeah, I don't. I don't. Two guys that are like high on tier three of the players. Yeah, like I don't see a huge market difference between between the two players. So the guy who's been here and done everything right for you, I would take. Like, do we think that Zach Levine can't be Devin Booker if he's on a great team? Like he's they, they were the, Devin Devin Booker. The the shot. The, I mean, the the jumper from Devin Booker is about as true as anybody. Yeah, in the league and. I, you, th- you think Zach has that in him? I, I again, like I think, just in terms of, I'm not on team disparage, Zach. But, but Bradley Beal, by the way, is a six and a half assist a game guy, and has had a lot of a lot of high end assist games. In his Balls life. in his hands more, right? They've the Bulls have been running a ton through DeRozan. I just DeRozan's DeRozan's 32, and I've I guess I've looked at it as like Zach is a part of this thing for the next five years that, that, with, with Lonzo. That makes you sense. Think Zach's kind of like the, he's the, the guy that's going to be here beyond like, that's the star that you're going to build around as, as DeMar fades diminishes. Yeah. I, 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 I've thought about it that way too. Yeah. I have thought about and, it that way. And like, there's an alternative universe where DeRozan doesn't pick the bulls and Zach is still the A player on this team. And what are Zach's numbers if DeMar isn't here? Yeah, but if that's the case, then this Bulls team is talking about play-in stuff. Oh, I, oh, because, I, because of the time that he missed along with the, the time that the other guys have missed. No, no, no. I, I agree with that. Obviously, they're way worse. I, I'm saying it, the purely statistical argument of, like, he's averaging two assists per game less than Bradley Beal. If DeMar isn't here and you're running more of the offense through Zach than DeMar, I think that Zach's scoring numbers would be up. I think his assist numbers would be up. And statistically, the the numbers would be even more impressive for Zach. I think I just think that that guy can basically do anything he wants on the offensive side of the floor. So, I, and again, you got to tell me who you're replacing him with. And I think that the best path for the Bulls to like becoming great mm-hmm. is either Patrick Williams breaking out or in two years when Vooch is gone and, and Jokic comes baby and, and DeMar is a trade chip <sighs> and you've got and you've got MVP. the ability to add like a max guy yeah you know uh Jokic by the way rumors of him signing the Supermax extension in Denver no don't do it please don't do that Joker don't do that come play here with all that great stuff that you do uh come play he was so fun last night Mm. Oh my God! It doesn't make any sense what he did yesterday. It really doesn't. Yeah, it was what it was thirty points in the fourth quarter and overtime. <laughs> that is and insane, almost, and almost came up with the game-winning steal at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his it, it, forty-six, eleven, twelve, and five or something was his final stat line from yesterday. That sounds like a Wilt stat line. Yeah, yeah it really does. Come yeah. on, I I continue to call out to my Serbian friends here in the Chicago Serbian community. Step up and draw Jokic with all of your your power. Slavko's out here doing his best, trying to get him. <laughs> Let's yeah. start making that happen. Three steals and four <laughs> blocks. That's, that's what Purdue's thought for our Serbian brethren.
to go so 46 <laughs> points 12 rebounds 11 assists three steals four blocks with that's 30 it. in the last 17 minutes of the game that's it me and will purdue are going to start doing like monthly serbian game nights and like food nights and stuff start yeah, out people to making East that happen side. yes yes southeast side they got you man that's where you okay. need to go you gotta you i'm gotta in go talk to the peeps I'm over sh- over on avenue o and I, whatnot i'm sure there is a dumpling varietal that is specific to <laughs> to serbian culture that i can get behind i'll add it to the food truck immediately speaking of food truck the food truck festival coming back baby it is to the south loop lawrence that food truck festival is awesome and i'm looking forward to it. been gone for a couple of years what about what about the food trucks that used to come down at the station do you remember that oh yeah that was so great back on on columbus here right on no, upper no, columbus on, on lake on Lake, and oh, then a yes. couple of them would roll right up to yes. the door out oh, yeah. front. Yeah, yeah. we just hang out in the whatever the courtyard of the of the building, building right there. Yeah, yeah. The, remember that grilled cheese truck? Oh my god, it was fantastic. It was unbelievable. There was a all, like Mitch would offer to buy lunch, and he was like, "What do, what do you guys want?" And we're like, "Well, there is that lobster roll truck downstairs <laughs> randomly," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, sure, lobster rolls for everybody." Lobster again? Yeah, <laughs> lobster again. Because there was a big batch. You remember that run we had, Tanny, with lobster? Oh, rolls? it was oh. great. I missed that. The jerk truck would roll through. Oh, great times. Yeah, so. yeah. Who who was driving the jerk truck? That's you. my. <laughs> I was not driving the jerk truck, <laughs> even though I set myself up for that one. Uh, <sighs> when when is this food truck festival? I would I would like to attend this. I, I, I will. I'll get right on that, Danny. <laughs> hang on one second. Yeah, sounds- find out. It's right near me. You can come over, hang out in the house. That sounds yeah. great. Oh, yeah. I'm inviting myself over to the house. Yeah. if it's in the South Loop. Absolutely. That sounds amazing. <laughs> but uh, we actually Friday, three- June 24th, Saturday, June 25th. So you got a little time. You got, you got a little while to plan that. But I. Summer in Chicago is so great that it does feel like you need to, like, there's only so many weekends. And sometimes people are like, oh, you know, are we going to take a trip this summer? No, I'm not leaving this town. I don't like to leave Chicago in the summer. That's a great point. There's no real reason to. No. But it's weird because, like, sometimes our job is a little slower and so you want to take vacation and you can go. It's easier with, you know, kids in schools or, like, maybe your significant other's jobs or whatever the case may be. But it's such a great place to be in the summer. you got to leave when it's cold. Really, yeah, it's just really more expensive. Do. Yeah, it's more expensive it to go to warm weather it's places. Fun but, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of that, I'm going to the Dominican Republic on Wednesday. Uh, are you for real? I am for are real. You, are you going to watch some ball? Uh, you know what? I'm actually. I don't know because I was texting with um, with uh, some people who've been down there and have gone to baseball academies and worked at baseball academies. And apparently, I'm like three and a half hours away from the baseball academies. Oh, I'm like man. on the resort part of the, uh, the of DR. the of the DR as opposed to what they you know condescendingly called the real. DR. You know, if you were in the real DR where all the baseball takes place, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm slumming it at a resort. I, I'm, I'm sorry that I've wanted to enjoy your beautiful beaches and sunshine. <laughs> How dare I? I know. I understand. Colonizer. But yeah, um, but yeah I'm going there on Wednesday with my, my brother and my father, Herb. Yeah. Still number one on the Herb rankings. I'm glad yeah. that he's still number one. I, th- you know, it's gonna be tough for so anybody. Like Herb Lawrence is number five. Like Herb Brooks was he in there? I think Herb Brooks was in there. Herb Alpert uh, was in there, <laughs> and Herb Score, the former Cleveland Indians pitcher That's and right. broadcaster, forgot about him. Was in there the, the guy who the station's name? Oh no, after. Herb Brooks was not there. Herb Kent, Herb Kent, oh, the, the cool, cool jet. Yes. yes, he was in there as well. So apologies to Herb Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> You're not on the list. Sir.
Her you Brooks is just driving around you right now. I just left you on the list. No one would have known. I could have gone to six. Well, that was you the could've. point. Herb Lawrence eclipsed Herb Brooks to take fifth on you the Herb rankings. You just left Herb Brooks there. No one would have. No one been like, you know, Spiegel. You said it was a top five Herb list, and you had six. No one was gonna say I'm that. Sorry, you had to take Herb Brooks off of there. Are you unaware of like the the the, the extremely virulent reaction to my Herb rankings? That There's is- an, umbu- an an ombudsman for it. They just they they they, they just all of Speaks' <laughs> rankings. Yes, they're just patrolling it. My Mike critiquing. White rankings, my Mark Davis rankings, and my Herb rankings. That's yeah. the only three so far. Stay tuned for new ones sometime yeah. soon. I'm gonna do a top five tomorrow because I I've just like my eyes are almost bleeding and watching it. Top five ugliest college basketball courts. Oh, dude. Oh, what what is that one? The gray and blue one. Memphis. It will be on the list. I promise. You. <laughs> Ridiculous. What do you guys think about Oregon where they have I like hate it. the gravity and like the 3D effect of all the trees there? You feel like you're in the forest and you're going to fall off the edge? Yeah, I don't like it at all. Mm. It will also be on the list. <laughs> we just going to program the list? Yep. They yeah. were already there. We yeah. got two of the five. Okay. It's, it is a tough <laughs> watch. Um, and some of these courts feel dangerous. Like they're, they're like elevated up, and you got to step down to the bench, and then like the yeah. colors, the whole thing. Van, a, Vanderbilt's got the benches on, underneath the yes. basket. Yes, Van, Vanderbilt's court should it's, be completely outlawed. Right, Wilper? Do yeah. Let's get on that. Yeah, so I don't it seems know. ridiculous. It's a really beautiful place, though. Man, yes, it's, it's an old opera house. Is it really? Yeah, oh, I've never been deep. to the basketball stadium, but the campus is gorgeous. It, it, Vanderbilt's beautiful, and it was the best. Like meal that i've ever had like in media homemade like someone brought in like homemade fried chicken i was like what is going on here <laughs> i want to stay at vanderbilt and hang out in nashville forever i'm in a reformed opera house <laughs> watching basketball and eating delicious fried chicken uh-huh that sounds nice pretty don't, awesome don't with pick- great weather in the middle of uh, when did we go down there it must have been preseason so it had to have been december yeah like, it's a good time great weather and just like oh this is this is love. I get why Shane wants to move here. Uh, Has nobody ever fallen off that court in Vanderbilt and like broken their spine or anything? Has that never well, no, happened? They're, they're not raised. Minnesota, Minnesota, is that still raised? Uh, well, okay. then they raised like the tournaments. Courts get raised because yeah, you're trying to pack as many people in as possible. Yeah, it's it's terrible. But yeah, Minnesota, I was always terrified like watching games there for the players because you're like someone's just going to go ass over tea kettle and they're going to end up with a spinal injury here right college basketball man such a love-hate relationship with that sport too yeah that i also (laughs) i also enjoyed this weekend danny how carolina was made out to be villains because they won a game yeah we will we're going to discuss the funniest thing from the coach k shenanigans was it him admonishing the crowd to shut up that's on the list uh there's a there's a lot there man of like just taking yourself way too seriously and everybody perpetuating like espn took it too seriously coach k took it too seriously the fans took it too like everybody forgot that they were watching a regular season college basketball game. <laughs> like, it was weird. It was honestly Jerry like Seinfeld's there. Uh, it, it was just like a little uncomfortable. The entire exchange, especially him yelling at me at yeah, the end, yeah, yelling at I everybody. <laughs> like, hey, back off, man. The handshake line, right? 
like the the promotion, the number of cameras, like the, the game that happened before that delayed us getting to the game it, itself. The tone, like ev- everything about it was weird. Um, so that we will discuss that today. I have theories, by the way. Yeah, I have theories on who made the cut and who did not of the players that were invited. We'll uh, see. Yeah, we, we are going to we used to do uh, <laughs> things that matter when Speaks would try to shoehorn in uh Hey, shoehorn. Yeah. Uh, Things that matter from spring training. Hey, Shelby Miller looks good. Yeah. Just shoehorn that in, and, son of a bitch. And so we would say, okay, I don't really think that this will matter, but, you know, there was a way to run through. So we're going to do Things That Matter Lockout Edition, and Speaks will sell us <laughs> on what does or uh, does matter, and then I will most likely disagree. In a related story, I hate my life. Yeah. Uh, Joe Cowley is our only guest today at 3. It's all you need. What else do we need? And Matt Nagy's home. And a lot more uh, to get to today, Lawrence. Boys, have yourselves a show. I'll see you tomorrow. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.